Welcome to the Do Less Podcast. I'm Jake Velasquez. I'm Mike Bermonte. We uh, got an official camera set up. We're going to make content. Uh, it looks good, but, you know, I've used this camera a couple times now at different uh, stand-up shows, and uh, every time the video comes out, to bo- like, botched. I've seen some of the footage yeah. uh, that you filmed, and sometimes it's at an angle, sometimes the lighting is way off. Yeah, it looks like an artistic indie film. Right. Yeah, but I'm just trying to film my set. You should make a doc about just cut like all those different clips together and you'll be like renowned as a filmmaker for all your different styles. Yeah, that you a lot use. of different styles. Yeah. Not by plan. It just no, works you're out just that way. you just don't know how to set it up. Yeah, yeah. But people are gonna be uh praising your vision. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. Uh but the city's buzzing right now. It seems like spring has sprung, even though it's in the middle of February. Like yeah, sixty degrees outside. It's beautiful. People are out and about. It feels good. City bike is back. City bike's back. City bike was dead for a couple months, but last night, let me tell you something. We went all the way across town, the seventy second Street Expressway. Expressway. We took the seventy second Street Expressway through Central Park. Yeah, not a light to be hit. Not one. We got over there in five minutes. It was five minutes. Yeah, it was about a a buck twenty five. <laughs> Was the electric charge because we go electric, do less. Yeah. Um, Let the bike do the work for you. And it was beautiful. Wind in our hair, you know, over open road. It was what we've been missing. I've never felt more alive. Uh, you guys probably could tell just from the pod, like we've been on edges lately. We've been tense. <laughs> but that now, today, we're feeling great because we, we got to bike, Mike biked up here this morning. Last right. night, we went for a little bike ride, uh, you know, in between some comedy things. And been fun through central park though i haven't been in the park i feel like in a year so back to back we're in the park this morning yeah place was buzzing we saw a little fight on the street on the way home yes yes a little action people are juiced i know what's crazy is it's not no one's a stranger to seeing fights in new york city but this was on 72nd between fifth and madison across the street from ralph's which is just packed with like upper east side moms and you know uh, single ladies that are about to go to the museum. Yeah. Uh, it's just a good-looking, wholesome coffee shop. And there's a line of people outside, like 30 to 40 people mm-hmm. waiting for their coffee mm-hmm. on a nice spring, mid-February morning. Mm-hmm. And then across the street, this guy in, what do you call that, like a dashiki? I think he it's was like wearing dress. what Nancy Pelosi was wearing the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the week uh, of all the protests. <laughs> yeah, He yeah. was in Nancy Pelosi garb. He was in the Nancy Pelosi garb. Uh, big guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, like six four or so. Yeah, and then there's a guy who Mike thought was a cop, but I think was a crossing guard because he had like the yellow. Yeah, he had some sort of uniform on. That for a police officer, I was a uniform. He was at most a crossing guard, potentially security. I'll give you security. He might have been volunteer security. Most likely volunteer something. Yeah. Uh, but for whatever reason, they were those two. The fact. That we saw those two together, that's a rare sight in and of itself. Mm-hmm. But they were, you know, going into fisticuffs. There's some punches thrown. There were some punches thrown. Not not big ones, not haymakers, but a little, you know, I just want you to know I'm here. Some sweet chid music. Right. <laughs> uh, some, some jabs, some jabs some to the jabs. body. Some body jabs. Some, some pushing back and forth. This lady with like a big dog got in the middle of it, but she was like a small lady. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a little bold of her. There was a guy that ended up stepping in and breaking it up. But even that guy, like that guy is sort of the hero of the story. Yeah. But that the d- guy in the dashiki was like towering over. He, that guy's ballsy. Yeah. He would have gotten his ass he, Well, he, something, <laughs> set, something, set, something set him off. So I don't know. He was mad. We, we kind of walked by when they were already in, in the argument. Yeah, yeah. But we, we stayed on the other side of the street, saved distance away, observed. 
you know, if we had to step in, probably wouldn't have. Yeah, We're doing but less. We gave it the ocular path down. We gave right, say, yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Uh, so we were there. We were concerned about the situation. We weren't going to do anything. But I would say overall, it was really just like an argument, some light pushing. There was like a jab to the stomach that wasn't a real punch. But it's funny to see, literally, as this de-escalated, within a second of it finishing, mm-hmm. we're walking by Ralph's coffee shop, and this girl's relaying what just happened to her friend. Yeah. And she's like, these guys were throwing haymakers. It yeah. made it seem like it was a brawl. Right. She wanted so to make it seem... funny yeah. how quickly people distort what, you know, reality Right. Because it was literally immediately following that. I'm that, trying to be honest to our listener, even though it's not the best for the story, but I think it listener, is Listener, you mean like tens of thousands of listeners, but... Well, the listener is the general, you know... Oh, the listener, the right. Listener. The, the general listener. Yeah, obviously. We, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're FMC to Shining Sea, but... Right. Well, exactly. But, yeah, she was uh, saying it was the craziest thing she's ever seen. So, you know, trying to trying to create some action. Yeah, I mean that's what we're all about. Uh, but that's what it gets. That's what happens when you're in the springtime. People are out, and things are likely to happen. Things are going to happen. People um, are just getting out. There's a lot of people in the streets. People have been pent up for the past two and a half years. It seems it's like the pandemic started March 2019. Somehow we're already deep into 2022. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Well, it, 22 is, 2022 is pretty much over already. We were talking about this like Valentine's Day is coming up Monday. And I remember that Valentine's Day pod we did last year. Well, because it's one of our classic episodes. Uh, you know, we gave our do less Valentine's Day tips. Yeah. Which I'm sure a lot of people used and uh, are expecting tips this year. Right. But, uh, yeah, time flies. Here's a tip. Go back and re-listen to that episode. Yeah, and then go from that episode. See if you do a marathon. Yes. See if you could make it all the way to this. Because then it's a year. You've gotten a year of two less. That's a, that's a year's worth of episodes. And I feel like we recorded that episode last week. So time is just... Time's a flat circle. Time flies when you're having fun, let when me tell you. Fun. This has been a great year. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's also interesting because for whatever reason, like last year, the Super Bowl was like a week before. Mm-hmm. But this year, the Super Bowl and Valentine's Day back to back. Belly to belly. Belly to belly. Back to back. Uh, rally, get your rally hats on. I like that it's like the manliest day, mm-hmm. followed by like the day for the gals. Well, you know, I like a good the Valentine's day for the boys. Day. Yeah, <laughs> day for the no. Yeah. I mean, we like a good Valentine's Day, but where the you know, it's more of a. It yeah, is. It's, an, it's it, like a girls' Super Bowl. It is an interesting combination, right? It's an interesting combination. It's back to back Super Bowls. Back to back. Yeah, and. uh and you have, I don't know if you want to talk about this, but I think you have a friend. Well, I have a joke idea. I have a friend that's probably going to propose soon. I don't know if actually Valentine's Day, but okay, I thought it's it. funny if he proposed on Valentine's Day because that'd be like the two biggest gambling days back to back. Like he loses a lot of money. Right. Betting on the Bengals Sunday, mm-hmm. and then he loses the love of his life on Monday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty... This guy, this guy might have a problem. This guy, <laughs> he's a gambling addict. Yeah, he's a gambling addict. Yeah, that's uh, the likelihood that she says yes is you know who's got who's got better odds here. The Bengals. Well, I think are, the likelihood she likes, says yes, yes is high. She's a heavy favorite on that. Okay. I think in terms of her going the distance, in terms of like a marriage lasting, <laughs> I'm going off the saber metrics. I'm going off what we have. Right. Uh, with sports, you got plenty of things to go mm-hmm, off of. Lots mm-hmm. of stats. You could really do your research. With mm-hmm. relationships, it's tough. The only thing you have to go off of is gut mm-hmm. and divorce rate. 
Right. And based on that, I would say chances are no, that it won't go. That it's not going to last the distance. No. Yeah. I mean, most marriages don't. That's that's why I'm saying that. <laughs> that's not actually, uh, it's not an offensive thing to say because most marriages don't. Yeah, no, that's what I'm, I'm just right. going, people get mad sometimes, and this happens to coaches probably all the time. You know, they get mad when they make certain decisions, but right. like, this is what the math says. The odds are Blame it's not going to work out. Blame the book. All right. Yeah. You don't like what you're hearing? Blame the book. Not Blame me. the book. Look at the numbers. Yeah, look at the numbers. Sabermetrics. And I'll say this. <laughs> you've been trying this joke on stage, and then when you say my friend's going to propose to his girlfriend on Valentine's Day, the crowd doesn't like that. No, no. Well, uh, last night a woman in the crowd said, ew. Yeah. She said she was disgusted by the thought. What's then, wrong with that? I've not said it. I've tried the joke a handful of times. I probably won't try it anymore because it'll be passed after this episode gets released. But, yeah. Uh, every time I've tried it, we'll say five times, there's been negative reactions to that idea. People don't like it. Let me tell you, fellas, <laughs> if you're planning on proposing on Valentine's Day, think again, because the ladies don't like it. They, yeah. They've all reacted with disgust. I've gotten boos and ewes. Why do you think that is, though? I, I don't know. I, I have no clue why that is, but I'll tell you something that I do know. Yeah. I ain't proposing to anybody on Valentine's Day. I got a couple theories. If you want to propose, do the Super Bowl. I got a couple theories. <laughs> One is, I guess people think it's tacky, right? But then why do you love Valentine's Day so much, right? If you don't want... The ultimate uh, presentation, the the ultimate sign of love. Oh, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Yeah. Odds are it's not going to happen, but I want to. Yeah. Why? Why is that frowned upon? Right. The other thing is maybe here's why they don't like it. But your friend might be a genius. Is you don't have to celebrate an anniversary and Valentine's Day. Right. So he's just going to get a dozen roses. Yeah. On the same day, and he's covering two for one. It's going to pay for the ring over time. Yeah, it's like when a parents have a kid on like Christmas. Right. Yeah, you get the two for one. You get the two for one. Yeah. So, I mean, I get that, but people react so negatively to it that it, it all... Part of me wants to think it's just maybe it's tacky. It's not what the ladies want or, or what you're saying. But I think right. I think what it really is yeah. is just that uh, the idea of love is dying mm-hmm. and people don't care for relationships. People anymore. hate love. People don't want... People are okay with like girlfriend, boyfriend, mm-hmm. little casual scenarios. Mm-hmm. But anytime people often boo engagements, unless you're the one. Like, when, if a comedian's like, I just got engaged because you're the one that got engaged, they'll clap. Right. But if you're like, my friend got engaged, they boo. That's true. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Every time. And also, how many, uh, you know, people have you seen like, oh, or like, uh, you know, I have a lot of friends that are women that'll see somebody on Instagram and be like, everybody's getting engaged, but me. Yeah. They're not happy. Like, are they not happy with their for their friends if they're not engaged yet? Yeah, yeah. So... Everyone's getting engaged besides me. How many times have you heard that? Uh, yeah, every, every day. Yeah, because I say it every other day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I don't know. It's interesting, but uh, I was thinking it would be fun if you could bet on relationships the way you bet on football. Right. Because then we'd actually be, like, invested in relationships. Yeah. You know, like I wouldn't like with football because I'm bad. I I actually don't even really care about football that much. It's probably my least favorite sport, but it's such a fun sport to bet on that when Super Bowl comes and I'm putting in these prop bets, I'm like doing research. I know everything about the Bengals, everything about the Rams. Right. And I feel like I would be like that if I could bet on relationships. (laughs) 
Like my friend tells me about his girlfriend, I couldn't care less. But if I had a bet, if I had some money on if it, if you had a stake, if you had I some stake in the game, I would want to know everything about her. I'd be like, tell me what Christina's, you know, pros and cons are. What are you thinking? Also, Typically, daddy issues. Does she go to therapy? <laughs> like, what's her deal? Also, like, uh, how are you going to do the engagement, right? Because maybe we yeah. we'd have an opinion on don't do it on Valentine's yeah, you Day. Know their their strategy, right? Yeah, yeah, like their playbook. You know, like if Dan Tony told you he was going to run the uh, triangle or what, what's his thing? Phil that, Jackson. Well, Phil Jackson does triangle, but Dan Tony does run and gun. The run and gun. Yeah. Against like a certain type of team, you might be a little skeptical. Right. So you want to know a lot about the girl and then you want to know a lot about the strategy. The strategy of the engagement. Like, how are you going to execute the proposal? Because you could be doing it in a very cliche, corny way, which is not going to work out in your favor. Depending on the girl, though. Depending on the girl. Some girls might, so you're taking it, you got to take into all factors into consideration. It's like evaluating the defense. Listen, you, know? you want an opinion on how to propose, we're going to have to have some skin in the game. Yeah, yeah, we need skin in the game. <laughs> or, or if you just, even if you just want us to lend you our ears, yes. we need skin in the game. Yeah. I don't really care what your the status of the relationship or how's it going, how it, it is going, but I do care. If I got some money riding. And I'm more interested if it's not a guarantee that she's going to say yes. Well, it's never a guarantee. It's never a guarantee, but I'd say most proposals, she'll say yes, right, initially. Well, that's But then, like, you know, because it's too awkward to say no in the moment, but then, like, it fizzles out a couple months later and the engagement gets broken off. Right. Well, that's why betting on uh, the no Mm -hmm. is such a good payout. That's what I'm saying. Like the odds are pretty. If you take money line on the no, you're you're coming out insane. It's like picking the Super Bowl. You could throw ten dollars on no and walk away with a hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah. You could retire on that. Yeah, yeah. You could retire on a failed engagement. I would throw ten dollars on a lot of no's. Why not? It's fun. Yeah, it's fun, but you also don't want to be rooting for no. But I, I guess you know what? Maybe you do because it seems like the overall sentiment of people is rooting for no because they boo every time you people say don't no. people hate engagements. <laughs> so maybe we should all be rooting for. We no. We should be rooting for no, no. No is the underdog. We want the underdog to win. Also, it's not going to work out. <laughs> odds are in the future. Right, so if right. you say no now, you're just avoiding a future of heartbreak and complications. That's true. That's yeah. True. Um. So yeah, it's just an idea, you know. But I think. If uh, Caesar Sportsbook or FanDuel want to break into like a new industry, I think mm-hmm. it, it then doubles the amount of opportunities for people to break in. Yes. There's a lot of I've noticed a lot of girls coming over to gambling. Mm-hmm. But imagine how much more would come over to gambling if they could bet on relationships. Right. Because girls are already invested in relationships the way we invest in sports, like for the love of the game. They're it's evaluating right. things. So imagine there could be money made. Like you would, your girl would be the breadwinner. Yeah. Just on her gambling. It's true. <laughs> All they care about is relationships. Whenever a girl's like, I'm a matchmaker, you're like, she's my oracle. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she, she knows how to pick them. Imagine, yeah. too, if like there was, uh, like they could bet on The Bachelor. I don't know. They might even be able to do this. I think you actually can bet on The Bachelor. Yeah. But that's kind of what ar- we're getting at. I since guess. it's already happened, it's that's... already happening, but we want it to be in like your small circles. Right. Yeah. Grassroots. Grassroots. Because. Everyone's just investing in The Bachelor and like reality TV. I want people investing in real relationships. Yes, reality. That's the real reality. That's TV. the real reality. TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's an idea. I don't know if Caesars wants to sponsor us. We I can think help set this up. Yeah, they, we could probably be integrated into the app somehow. It'd also be cool to do a couple like prop bets. Yeah, you know, like maybe she says yes, but does she cry? Right. Yeah. Yes. Right. <laughs> How do, does she say "I love you" back? Does he take the shoe off to not crease it? 
<laughs> is he wearing Jordans? Does he take it off to yeah. not crease it? <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> those are good props. Those are good props. Yeah, yeah. Those are good props. You can get some good odds in some of those props. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Right. So look, this is in the pipeline. We're thinking about it. Maybe mm-hmm. we start. Mm-hmm. If anyone is in a relationship, thinking about proposing, mm-hmm. wants to offer us a couple bets, we could, you know, get our uh, statisticians in. Take get the numbers, get the odds, and we'll right. put it out there to the listeners. Yeah, we'll let the algorithms do the work. We'll spit out some some odds and some prop bets, and we'll let the the community of do less listeners get have rich. at it. Yeah, get rich. Um, Throw ten dollars on no. <laughs> <laughs> we like no. That's our super boost. You right. Know? Like like Caesars gives you the super boost. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna give some super boosts on no because chances are it's a guaranteed loser. Right. But if you win, you're gonna retire. It's enticing to get that juiced odds. Yeah. The juiced odds on no, especially if it's a relationship that you don't want to happen because it's kind of a win-win for you. And here's the thing: is also if you try to like sabotage the relationship, this this is like this is like point shaving. Yeah. So if like I if I put ten dollars on a juiced no, and then I go behind the scenes and I try to sabotage a relationship, that's not allowed. But I, but I could be taking advantage of some point shaving. But this is the thing. <laughs> <laughs> like anything else, you could cheat and yeah. get caught. Right. But if I caught. don't get caught, then I'm rich. Yeah, exactly. But I will have to live with that on my conscience for the rest true. of my life that that's I broke true. up a marriage. Yeah, I mean, that's, or an one, engagement. that's fine, but cheating on gambling. But let's be honest, if here. I'm, if I can, <laughs> if I can break it up with, uh, you know, was it going to last anyways? No. That's true too. Maybe you're just, maybe you're a hero. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we, we had. Good a, idea. I think it's a good idea. It's a, it's a good idea. This could be the, bu- the business uh, idea of the week. Think tank. Think tank. Think tank idea of the week. Yeah. Which invest. is a subsidiary. Well, Shark Tank is subsidiary of our think tank. Which is all a subsidiary of the Do Less podcast. Yeah, Mark Cuban is a Do Less employee. Yeah. Um, so he might invest. But uh, yeah, we had some shows last night. Shows last night. Uh, one, but it was just cool. one. Tiny cupboard. Let me tell. Well, so we took the J train out there, which is you have to go through like four different realms in order to even find this thing. And then as soon as you get on the train, the stop isn't even shown on the board. It's like fifteen stops away. And you're 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 always focused on taking the J train. It took us an hour and forty five minutes to get out there. It took us over an hour, well over an hour. It, it doesn't matter what train you're taking. When you have to transfer to the J, you're impossibly far away. It's like finding a needle in a haystack. It's always so far away from whatever. I don't even understand how these are the same station. They're not. How did they build these tunnels? These are I, underground, <laughs> like mazes that you get. Have you ever, like, so we took the J from uh, Fulton. It was, like, four blocks away. Sometimes I'd take the J from Broadway Junction, which is the stop past the time right. covered. It's 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 a world away. It takes 10 minutes just to walk from one. It's the same station, though. No this matter is, where you, tr- whatever stop, whatever. We're in New York City. There's the subway system. Wherever you transfer to a, a J, it's impossible to find. And then once you're on the J, it's the slowest train in the world. And you always insist on taking the J. Last night, we really had no choice. But it's the worst train in the city. I agree. I mean... The J is too much. It's too it, it's oh, yeah. All, it drops all... us off right next to the cupboard. Yeah, after an hour and a half. Well, there's also people smoking on it. Uh, there's two different people that <laughs> smoked on the R cart. That's just R cart. Right. You know, there's like 12 carts in the subway. I wonder how much, how many people 
smoked on that train that day. <laughs> like if you did the numbers, it's a hundred. Yeah. No, you, you lose <laughs> you lose years on your life from the secondhand smoke that's just tra- that's just trapped Two inside that tube. Different people at different times smoked on our cart. That's one of tw- that's twenty four <laughs> in just an hour. Right, I know. You're getting. A, I think at least you're gonna get a hundred a day. That people that smoke on train, that's illegal. I know it's illegal, <laughs> but there's no rules on the J train. No rules on the J train, which is kind of why I like it. Right, <laughs> it's, it's true. <laughs> it is always an adventure. It's an adventure. Right. Um, but we get out there. Yep. I mean, this place is shoulder to shoulder packed. Oh my uh, god! The show, the show before, before us, like you can't even fit. Yeah, we couldn't even fit in there. Yeah, it was like insane. Um. Which, unfortunately, we weren't on that one, but yeah. <laughs> we were on the next one. Uh, and the next one, it was a lot of fun. Um, you know, good hang, mm-hmm. good fun show. Mm-hmm. And then Mike and I, you know, we head back, and we're trying to extend the hang. But then we realized, well, I'm going to go home. I'm going to go to sleep. I'm going to wake up, and now this is where we are. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw you, like, three hours later. Yeah, yeah, so... Uh, it's just one of those things. When you have a good hang or a good show, it's hard to let go. You know? Like you wanted me to go one more subway stop out of my way, yeah, just to extend the hang. Yeah. And I typically would do that. You've never not done it. I've never not that done was the it. First time. That was the first time I abandoned you. But it was late. I had to get home. I was no, tired. No, it was worth it. I, I got home late myself. Um, that's because we had a little hang. That delayed us a little bit. We had a little hang post show, right, with a group of people. Fans, possible yeah. do less listeners. Hopefully, they're listening. Yeah, they could be listening right now. Um, but they were fun. I think all from uh, Long Island or something, which is nice. They, they were like college them. kids from Long Island. Yeah. In the crowd work you were doing post show, uh, you were own. doing stand up without doing stand up because we're outside, we're hanging out in the street. You're you're the smoothest crowd work I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah I was murdering. Uh, you're was, like Andrew Schultz out there, just like <laughs> calling people out, doing jokes about them. Yeah, it was, uh, and you were like, <laughs> you were like, <laughs> the crowd work I just did was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, because at some point I think I asked a very like typical crowd work question. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, like how do you guys all know each other? You know, or something. And yeah. Then, uh, and then I started riffing on them. You were riffing, yeah. Uh, you were riffing in the coming. street. I thought the show was over. Show had just begun. No, <laughs> <laughs> that was the real show. That was the real show. Out in the street, the post. Uh, they're all like Long Island college students that go to LIU. If you're yeah. listening to the podcast, you Thanks follow Jake on Instagram. Go ahead and follow me, yeah, Mike, follow Mike. Br- Mike underscore Bramante, and follow the Do Less Podcast rate, subscribe, review, you know, all that. But uh, thanks for coming to the show. You guys were great. Yeah, it was a fun time. Um, so that was good. And then we've had a lot, of, it's been a busy week comedy wise. We've had a lot of shows, a lot of good things. Well, happen. I was on the road uh, this past yep. week. One show in Georgia, Marietta, Georgia. Which was great, phenomenal at a brewery, like 120 people, salt of the earth people, right? 30 minutes outside of Atlanta. Show went well. It was fun. When we drive seven hours the next day to ta- to Tampa area, me and Ben split it. I split it, and I, I think I Who, I think I drove better? a lot. I think I drove a little more. Who's the better and, driver? Um. We're both pretty good. We're both we were, we're both following the rules of the road. You're calm at the wheel. Yeah, yeah. I'm very calm at the wheel. But, you know, he fell asleep for like an hour, and I was by myself, Just str- and that was the most boring hour Podcast, of my life. music, nothing? I played nothing. It was silence. You I was silent? I was staring ahead at the open road, just going straight for an hour, and he was passed out. It was, it was the worst hour of my life. It's a controversial topic nowadays, but this is what 
the Joe Rogan podcast is for. <laughs> I think it's three hours an episode. Right. You barely listen to it. Mm-hmm. It's for this exact scenario. I was just in silence, sitting in silence. <laughs> <laughs> it was a nightmare. That sounds terrible. Yeah, no, it was awful. So, <laughs> anyways, we get to the Tampa area. It's in St. Pete. We're doing a show in St. Pete. St. Peter? St. Jetersburg? St. Jetersburg. Is it the same place? Same same place. Right, yeah, St. Jetersburg. Uh, we get to the venue. There's only one guy working. He's very overwhelmed. It's a packed little, small little brewery. He tells us the show is out back on the back patio, but there's a birthday party in the back patio, and apparently they've had the place reserved for a year, and we've sold 50 tickets to a show that's supposed to take place where the birthday party's taking place. It's only in COVID that you hear like these ridiculous things. Right. You know, it's like, oh, I'm supposed to go to this concert I bought tickets for two and a half years ago. <laughs> right. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> right. So like a reservation for, how do you remember? Right. We're like, oh, I don't, we don't know yeah. anything about this. We, we flew here. We flew to actually Atlanta and then we drove seven hours to be here. And now you're telling us the back room is or the back outdoor patio is double booked. <laughs> you know, so we're just showing up because there's a show and there's tickets sold. Right. Anyways, uh, so there's some issues around that. We figure it out. The people at the birthday party are going to stay. Cool. That's great. More people. It's outside. Not really much of a canopy situation. There's kind of a loose situation, but it's very makeshift and there's uh, holes in it. Starts raining. Starts raining. Have to move inside. It's raining. But there's also people on the inside who weren't there for the show, right? There's a group of adults. We end up doing the show inside. Not the best setup for because it was just like a very small room. There's not enough seats. There's people standing around. They're all wet. It's chaos, right? It's chaos. It's a hostile environment. Yeah. You got to perform comedy in all conditions. Of course. There's a group of adults to the left of the stage, which was, you know, just where we decided to set up, playing Uno. Nice. During the show. And they're they're into it. They're into it. Yeah, like yeah. they're screaming Uno yeah. in between jokes. Nice. And they might have just been Spanish and saying, tell one more joke and get the hell off stage. <laughs> 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 but uh, it was just like, you know, ultimately we got the show done and, you know, we got paid. Nobody really complained and we got the job done. You know, listen, we, we went in, we got the job done, we left. We're like Navy SEALs. All right. But... It was a tough. It was a tough environment, and it's just like one of those things where, very grateful for the stage time and the opportunity, and sometimes you just gotta perform in in hostile environments. Yeah, I mean, it, what it doesn't kill you makes you stronger, as right? They say, um, and I, th- I don't, you know, any stage time is good, but it's probably frustrating to you know travel so far. Yeah, there is something about going that you know after an hour in silence, you're hoping to get a couple uh, pops. <laughs> <laughs> the hour in silence driving you're not looking to get another hour in silence uh, Let me put yeah I got, I, and i got another hour in silence in front of a filled room all right <laughs> so uh so i get that i mean it's frustrating but look any road gig you don't know what you're gonna ex- to expect you show up and you yeah. hope for the best well listen this is not glamorous right well stand up rarely is you get some of these shows i would say for every I was going to say 10, but I would even say 20 shows that you do. Mm-hmm. You'll get one that's like fucking hot. Right. Like hot peep. It's like what you see in the movies. Mm-hmm. But then the other 19 are like 
six people or a packed room of people talking or people who don't care about comedy, but they're right. just like trying to like last night there was a couple there and I was listening cause you know, we got to grab clips. Yes. Uh, it's kind of, that's why you do stand up for the clips. I know you're not a fan, but Bob Burnham has that little joke in his thing where it's like, you got to treat life like a coal miner. You go out, you get content and you rush back. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, yeah. But, uh, I'm not not I'm not not a fan of Bo Burnham. I just didn't like the latest. No, spe- hey, I didn't think the latest special was the greatest thing since sliced bread. All right, yeah, yeah. but uh, you know, know, that, the guy's whatever. talented. Whatever. Um, but the uh, I was looking I was for clips, you know, and this lady at one point is like, uh, they go, oh, you know, she was heckling multiple times, mm-hmm. and at one point she goes, uh, "We threw you off, sorry, but that was our intention." Yes, right. And then I had a you know a riff on that, and maybe I'll post it. You know, follow me, mm-hmm. look out for it. But uh, <laughs> but it's one of those things where it's like that's something you some those other nineteen shows mm-hmm. are like people come out like that where it's like I'm gonna go to a comedy show and just like make it about me, or I'm gonna like heckle, or I'm gonna make, and then not to get too off the rails. I've now overheard this conversation from audience post shows or even just on the subway the other day. Yeah, totally on. You know, someone who's just coming from a random comedy show. Mm-hmm. They're like, they don't understand. They're like, we're trying to help them. You're not helping. Just shut up. Well, yeah. <laughs> if you don't I like mean, it, just, just, uh, it's better that you leave than heckle. Right. Right. Now, uh, a couple things on this, right? Because I think stand up is, I was talking to you about this earlier. Like, there's, a, there's comparisons between golf and stand up. So people are always like, oh, I got this new golf tip that's like the key. Yeah. You know what I mean? You take the club back low or you put the ball in the back half of your stance and like this is the key to unlocking greatness, right? right. And, the, you know, these tips may help here and there, but there's never like we're, we're always talking about this stuff and we're like, oh, this is we always think we have the tip for stand up. Yeah, it's like, you know. Oh, deliver it. Maybe make a joke, fun of yourself before you do this edgy joke. Right. Or it's like it's all about like you know. You, sometimes you got to build the tension, or sometimes you got to c- cut the yeah. fat. Those are two opposite things. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But you, even you the other day, you were like, "I'm never gonna do stand up just for the clips. I'm not. I'm gonna pretend that I'm just on stage. I'm doing me, and like maybe a clip will come. And now you're like, I was trying to get clips. I'm doing this. <laughs> no, no, no. That yeah. was after the set, though. No, I know. I'm sticking to the principle. Except well, I will say I was doing a joke specifically for the clips. That's what I'm saying. it didn't work out. Anyways, <laughs> I'm just saying we always are contradicting ourselves. Yeah. And we're saying, like, this is the, t- this is the, this is the key or whatever. But because we're thinking about it all the time and, and whatever. But it's also like golf because, like, you might hit one – both very difficult. You hit like, one great shot and you're like, oh, this is why I do it. So yeah. that's like the show – that's like gangbusters and you're like, Oh, this is why I do comedy. But the other 19 shots that you hit right. were terrible and they were rough. Yeah. And also just, and you're in the rough, but the, uh, it's also just like one of the things where it's like you could, it, it definitely helps to get golf tips or tips and stand up. Yeah. But when you're actually up to swing or you're actually on stage, the best advice people give is just don't think about it. Just like be natural. Yes. Be you whether it's swinging a golf club or on stage. Yeah. So it's like you want to absorb these lessons so that you're subconsciously considering them. But when you're actually there, you're not supposed to think about anything. When you think about the tips that people gave you, yes. that's when you bomb or that's when you shank a shot, you know? And that's just, you just nailed it on the head, right? Because you could do all the preparation you want. You could do all the practice. You could all do all the, you know, uh, mental preparation or this is or strategy work. 
when you're in when you're on stage or you're about to hit the shot, you got to let it all go and just let it be natural and do less. That's the only way to perform your best. 100%. And uh, that's the key lesson to take from this episode. I, I think, think so, it's yeah. Just in anything you do, be natural. And, uh, you know... You got to be in the moment and be natural. And just, good, just let the natural ability take over. 100%. It's good to have, you know, get advice or come up with your theories about how to approach things. But when the, you know, the lights are on, mm-hmm. be natural. Right. Whether it's a presentation or just anything. Or Even a proposal. A maybe a proposal. Maybe a proposal. You could, you could, th- you could talk about how you're going to do it. What's the best but way to do it? You can't control how it actually unfolds. You can't control how it unfolds. And that's why there's prop bets for it because um, yeah, you don't exactly. know what's going to happen in the moment. Right. No matter what you think, no matter what the odds are, there's always a potential that it goes either way. It has the thing about stand up is you you can you can plan ahead as much as you want, but every set is going to be different because exactly. the circumstances of the room are different. Things that are going to happen when you're on stage, there's going to be commentary, there's going to be noises, there's going to be distractions. Every set should be its own thing. Exactly, uh, and that's that's what be we in the want. moment. Be in the moment. That's all. We always come back to it. Yeah. Um, but I think that's a good place for us to end because we're ending on a lesson. Is there any last thoughts? Do less. Be in the moment. Do less. Um, be in the moment. Uh, you know, again, seek advice, but don't think about it. Yes. Um, you you sure we're already done here? I mean, how long is this episode? Do you have other things you want to talk about? I don't know. Did we get any content? Now, see, now I'm worried about the content that we got. Did no, we get no, one? We got plenty. Also, the camera just clicked off. I'm pretty sure. Okay, good. All right. Well, anyways, a uh, couple plugs. Yeah, a couple plugs. Yeah, we got some things coming up. It's not a big deal. Let's plug. All right. So, April 5th, I'm gonna be at Caroline's, 7 p.m. Jake will be on the show. That's a big one. Make sure you get tickets to this. Because it's a big night for the Do Less Boys, specifically Mike. It's his breakout series. Right. That means he's a breakout star. I'm going to be breaking out with acne from stress. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, so I'm on, it's Caroline's 7 p.m. April 5th. Use code Bramante. I know how to pronounce it. Yeah, just make sure you know how to spell it. Code Bramante for $10 tickets. It'd mean the world to me if you came out. Everyone who's like, oh, I want to come see this show. I've been meaning to come. This is the show to come to. 100%. And uh, I would really appreciate it. It would mean the world. And I'll plug it every day until April 5th. And, you know, hopefully get some people there. Yeah. Um, so that's a big one coming up. If you could take anything away from this episode, it's buy tickets April 5th. The Mike <laughs> show. This is, seriously. It'll gonna, be, it's going to be a fun one. It'll be I'll a fun be on one. the road, uh, but... I don't think you, any of our listeners live in these places, so it's not really worth shouting well, out. Well, you never know. What, you're going to be in Buffalo? I'll be in Austin from 23rd to the 26th, Houston the... No, no, 23rd to the 25th, Houston the 26th, and then Buffalo, March. First weekend of March, I forget. I think it's like the 4th and the 5th. All right, well, if you happen to have any friends in the area, uh, you know, DM us, and we'll let you... We'll give you the details on yeah. the show, because um, that's happened before, too. So, but anyways, just thanks for listening. Those uh, our friends from Long Island University. Thanks for listening to the pod. We know you're here listening to us, and go ahead and uh, follow me on Instagram and uh, buy tickets to the show. Buy tickets to Caroline's. Yeah, yeah. come in. You guys like comedy, all right? Yeah. Come in for Caroline's. We're a good crowd too. Yeah. Uh, so we hope to see you there. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Do less out there. Have a good one. Do less.